Go the extra mile, they say. Put in the extra effort, they told you. Well, that all sounds good. But what happens when you put in the extra effort, when you go the extra mile, and it feels like things are still being missed? Details are still not taken care of. Things seem to be slipping through the cracks. And the tasks that are piling up on you are just becoming overwhelming and frustrating. And all you want to do is just let it all go. Well, in this episode, what I want to do is I want to talk to you about how or about why you need to stop going the extra mile. I know that seems that seems like heresy for some of us, but for many of us, going the extra mile is actually holding us back and keeping us from moving forward the way that we should be going, the way that we want to be going, and the way God has called us to. So, stop going the extra mile. That's what we're going to talk about today. So let's get started. So the big question is this, how do pastors like us who remain focused on the mission of Jesus and serving our communities without being distracted by everything in the world around us, how do we increase our effectiveness while living a lifestyle that doesn't compromise our health, our families, or our personal relationships with Jesus? That's the question this podcast is going to answer. I'm Dr. Brandon Party Cooper, and welcome to the Ministry Hackers Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of the Ministry Hackers Podcast. I hope you're doing wonderful. Hope you're having a great day. Uh, for those who may not know me, this is your first time here at Ministry Hackers. I want to introduce myself. My name is Dr. Brandon Party Cooper. I am your host, and I am the founder of Ministry Hackers. And the one thing that we do here, our number one goal, the focus that we have here at Ministry Hackers is to help you as a pastor, as a ministry leader, help you live your dream life in ministry. Now, we don't know what that is. God's designed it, and it's out there for us to discover. And I want to help you discover what it is so you can start living it, so you can pastor that growing church and have time with your family, have time for vacations, have time to relax, have time to read that good book you've always wanted to, have time to do the things that make life enjoyable and fun and fulfilling, as well as fulfill your calling of leading that church, pastoring those people, reaching that congregation, extending out into your community and making a difference in the world. And that's what our goal here is at Ministry Hackers. Let me ask you a question. Are you stressed? Are you overwhelmed? Do you feel like you just can't keep up with all the demands of ministry? Well, here's the reality. You're not alone. In fact, asking a question like that to pastors and ministry leaders is just silly because most of us, that's our life. That's where we are. That's how we live. And that's our normal state of being is just feeling this overwhelming sense that we're not getting everything done. In fact, a growing number of pastors are feeling this pressure, feeling this overwhelm in this post-COVID area era and are really struggling to find time to decompress. It's almost like we went through uh, COVID and we tried to pivot and pivot and pivot and pivot and figure out all these new things. And as we've come into this new year in this post-COVID era, as we've come out of it, we're just running and running and running and going faster and faster and faster. And we just don't have the time that we need to gather our thoughts, to decompress, to relax just a little bit, and to give ourselves some downtime. And if that's you, if that's where you are, if that's where you're finding yourself, then I want to encourage you to go to ministryhackers.com slash mydreamlife. And I want, to, I want you to go there and see, discover how you and I can partner together 
and start pursuing that dream life and ministry that I believe God has created for you and has put out there for you to find. I want to help you get out of the fog, help you get out of the overwhelm and get you on track to living your dream life and ministry because you need it. Your family needs it. Quite honestly, your congregation needs it. They need you to have a little more space to think, to dream, to imagine, to be calm, to be at peace, and to not be overwhelmed. And so if you decide, go to mysteryhackers.com slash mydreamlife and discover how you and I can partner together. What we will do together is we will explore what leadership style works best for you, your personality, who you are. Uh, We'll discover what works best for you and how you can be most effective as a leader. We'll discover how to build that highly productive staff that not only you may want, but you absolutely need in order to live your dream life and ministry. We will discover what God's assignment is for you so that you have clarity and understanding and so that you can go through your day knowing exactly what it is that God's called you to do and how he wants you to do it. We're going to discover how to lead an engaging church, a church that impacts the community, that people want to be a part of, that people are are coming in the doors because they can't get enough of it, creating an environment and a culture that engages the community and the, and, and, and the people outside of the four walls of your church. And then finally, we will discover how you can be financially secure. All of that in pursuit of living that dream life and ministry that I believe is out there for you. And so again, go to ministryhackers.com slash mydreamlife and let's work together to, together to discover your dream life and ministry. So you can get out of the overwhelm and start focusing on pastoring your growing church and spending time with your loved ones, doing things you love to do, having fun, going on vacations, and living that dream life in ministry. Again, ministryhackers.com slash mydreamlife. Let's get started together. Okay, so we've all been told it. We've all been told that we need to go the extra mile. Especially in ministry, we have this idea that we need to to, to go beyond our limits, to uh, not stop, you know, where we are, but to keep going, to push, to go further, to go faster, all of those things. That's always kind of the mantra in ministry. And some of us listening to this have kind of recoiled against, and, and some of us have said, no, 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 I'm not doing that. I'm just going to chill. I'm going to hang back. I'm going to relax. And others of us, we go the extra mile and then the extra mile and then an extra mile. And we just keep going extra miles until we are exhausted and overwhelmed. And then we, and then we wonder, we, we look back and we say, well, if, why are things not working the way they should? Why are they not going the way I want them to, or the way I think they should be going? Why are things slipping through the cracks? And, uh, and, and, and why are, are our systems not working? And why are people, uh, you know, leaving the church and going out the back door? And why are things not working the way they're supposed to? And I believe I, in my experience, what I've seen after training hundreds of pastors and uh, serving in churches and, and watching how leadership works and how we function and how us as pastors, how we think and how we operate and how we approach ministry. What I've learned is, is that we put so much emphasis on going the extra mile. We put so much focus on it. We, 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 we attach accolades and, and applause and, and attaboys. And we, we put all of that on the extra mile. That what's happened is, is we've conditioned ourselves, a lot of us, we have conditioned ourselves to skip the first mile and really just focus on the second mile. And this is a concept that I learned from a friend of mine, uh, Pastor Chris Raley. 
and we used to train uh, together. We used to train uh, ministry leaders, uh, college students who were going into full-time ministry. They were going to Bible college. We were teaching them the practical side of, of ministry. We were uh, preparing them. And a lot of them would have this tendency that they would go the extra mile. They would they would see what things they could do to um, gain the applause, to gain the accolade, to to get the attaboy that would stand out. You know, because the first mile stuff doesn't usually stand out. The first mile things are usually forgotten because they're expected. It's kind of like when you buy a new car. You don't you don't really uh, you don't really thank the dealer that there are locks on the car. You don't thank them for the fact that there's tires on the car because they are expected. Now, if you miss them, well, then you're like, wait, 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 where are the tires at? Well, that's what first mile things are. First mile things are things that nobody really notices. Nobody really applauds them. Nobody really says, good job, attaboy, because they're expected. You're supposed to do those. It's the extra mile, the second mile things where all the accolades come and all the recognition and all the applause and all the you know, that's where the, uh, where, where we send out the social media post. We don't do it on first mile things. And what's happened is we've conditioned ourselves to really focus on the extra mile, that second mile. And what's happened is, is first mile things are being neglected. Not because we mean to, and really mostly because we don't even notice it, but we're so focused on the extra, extra second mile things. We're so focused there that things that should be done on, on the normal aren't getting done. They're being passed off to people who maybe aren't well-trained. They're being passed off to people who maybe, um, you know, aren't equipped to do them. Maybe they're not trained to do them, whatever the case, or they're just missed altogether. Or what we will do is, is we will do jobs halfway. So, or we'll, we'll do it 80%, but we won't really finish it because it's a first mile thing. And we really want to jump to the second mile thing and really get our hands into the second mile thing. Cause when that's done, everybody's going to notice that everybody's going to see that. And then we start to wonder, well, then why are things not working the way they should? And let me give you an example, something that sometimes we can miss. So first mile things, things that we sometimes neglect and don't pay attention to that have a huge impact on everything else. Things like our prayer life, things like, doing our devotions, things like really prepping our sermons, things like having that one-on-one -on -one conversation with a staff member. A lot of times those are first mile things, things that should be doing, should be happening, things that we're expected to do, but things that don't really get a lot of recognition or accolades or praise, mostly things that nobody pays attention to. But when we do those things, they have exponential results down the road. And my challenge to us today, my challenge to all of us as pastors and ministry leaders is that we have to start focusing on first mile things. We have to start getting our focus on those and doing those well, doing the basics. You know, if you, if you watch sports at all, if you've played sports, you know, there's always a point where an athlete gets into a slump. Maybe a, a, a home run hitter will get in this slump where he's just hitting, where he's just striking out over and over and over again. Maybe a, a basketball player will get in this streak where he just can't hit a shot. 
you know, he, he, he pulls up and it all looks good, but then it just, it doesn't go in for whatever reason. And he goes through a, a, you know, five, six, seven game slump where he's just not hitting the shot. And what, what's usually said at that point when athletes get into slump, what is said is they need to go back to the basics. They need to go back to the beginning. They have to, they have to kind of start back there. And once they get back, go back to the basics, go back to to the things that really make the game what they are, they can start building back up to wherever it is they were, whatever they were doing. Because something in their mechanics, something in the way they're approaching it, something is off. And in order to fix that, you have to go back to the beginning, go back to the basics and see what basics are out of whack. And once those basics are fixed, then usually the slump is over and they start hitting the ball, start making the shot, whatever. Well, I think in ministry, it happens the same way. The problem is, is nobody tells us we're in a slump. Nobody says, hey, pastor, you, you've kind of been in a slump lately. You're kind of missing some things over here. Man, your sermons, well, we get a lot of criticism on our sermons. But most of the time, it's not because people are really critiquing what we are doing. They just don't like what we're doing. And there's a difference. But when we have people around us and or when we can take an objective perspective and look at the things we're doing, we can say, wow, I'm really not hitting the mark here. Why is that? Go back to the basics. Go back to the first mile thing and start saying, okay, what first mile things are, are slipping through the cracks? What things am I not paying attention to? What, what things am I not doing the, the, that I should be doing? Am I not spending my time in prayer? Am I not spending my devotions? Am I not really putting in the extra time or the necessary time to the sermon like I normally do? What am I missing in the process? What basic is broken or is off track that I need to fix? And so let me give you just a couple things to help you recognize if you are missing your first mile and what you can do about it. So the first thing is, is are you finishing necessary tasks first? If you're finishing necessary tasks first, then what's happening is, is you, the things that have to get done are getting done. Your basics are being taken care of. And then everything else on, on top of that is gravy. Everything on top of that is the extra mile. It's, it's going further, faster. It's, it's building the pizzazz or, or creating the, the, the showstopper piece, whatever, whatever metaphor you want to use. It's the second mile. It's the stuff that is great if it's done, but not critical if it's not. First mile things are critical. And so finish necessary tasks first. Don't get 80% done and then jump to the next thing and say, oh, I'll go back and I'll do that later. Because later seldom comes. Or if it does come, it comes at an inopportune time where we should be at home with our families or we should be sitting down in a meeting with somebody or we should be sitting down and, um, and working on our sermon. That's when the, oh, I'll do it later comes in because now we have to do it. And it has to be done and I have to sacrifice something else in order to do it. Whereas if we would just would have finished it on the front end, instead of jumping to something else, it'd be off our plate. We wouldn't have to think about it anymore. It'd be gone. And we could focus on the next thing. And maybe the next thing is the extra mile thing. But get necessary tasks done first. So that's the first one. The second thing is, because the complaint usually is, well, if I, if I finish all of my first mile tasks, then I don't have time for my second mile stuff. The stuff that really gets the applause, the stuff that really gets noticed, the stuff that really, 
you know, adds the extra oomph in what I'm doing. I don't get to do those things. So the second thing is, is find ways to be more efficient in the first mile things. Maybe there's things you can eliminate. Are you doing things that aren't necessary, but for some reason you feel like you have to? If that's the case, then ask yourself, why do I have to? What is it that I really need to do? Eliminate things you don't have to do. If you determine that I do need to do this, then ask the question, can I automate it? How do I automate this so it can be done for me on its own without me having to think about it? If you can do those things, eliminate some things, automate other things, then you become more efficient. Then other things that you have, other first mile things, part of it is just focus. Just stay focused. You know, maybe put a sign on your door that says, you know, do not disturb for the next 60 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever it is you need to finish the task. Because I understand as a pastor, we get tons of knocks on the doors. We get a phone call, you know, whatever. Hey, pastor, I need. Hey, pastor, could you? Hey, pastor, I'd like to. Would that be okay? You know, we get constant interruptions. Maybe you just need to put in do not disturb for a while and finish the task so you're not interrupted. But figure out ways to be more efficient. How can you be more efficient in the things that you're currently doing? The first mile things. How can you be more efficient in those? so that you can spend more time on the extra mile, second mile things. So again, the first thing is, is finish the necessary tasks. Finish your first mile things first. Get them all the way done before you move on to second mile things. And the second thing is be more efficient on the first mile things so that you have time to do the second mile things. If you have to make the choice between finishing a first mile thing and doing a second mile thing, always choose the first mile thing. Because it's not about the task, it's about the discipline that you're putting inside you. Discipline is a muscle that we have to constantly exercise, constantly work on, and constantly be uh, aware of. And so finish the first mile things before you move to the second, and discipline yourself to stay focused. And if the second mile things don't get done, that's okay. Once you figure out how to do the first mile things efficiently, you eliminate some, you automate others, you efficiently do the ones you have to. Once you do that, and I promise you, have, you'll have time for second things. But you can't waste time. You can't be inefficient in what you do if you want to do the second mile things. All right? So stop going the extra mile. Stop. Until you get the first mile things done. Then you can go the extra mile. All right? I hope this is helpful. I hope this gives you more time. I hope it gives you space to think, space to process, space to get out of the overwhelm and get some extra tasks done. Space so you can start pursuing that dream life in ministry that I want for every one of you. All right? Have a wonderful rest of the day, and I will see you in the next episode.